Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Get Into It with Gila. Today, I have on the podcast Mimi Yaffe, who is a fitness instructor, and she specifically is a strong nation fitness instructor. If you have never heard of Strong Nation, don't worry, I had never heard of it either until about uh, three months ago. Um, I know we're highlighting uh, movement the last few episodes, um, which I feel like I haven't really spoken about so much on the podcast, um, but I do find that it's like such an important part of the journey is to find joyful movement. It doesn't mean you have to. I just find that it's such a powerful tool for so many things, whether it's like feeling good in your body, whether it's like feeling strong, a sense of confidence. Um, it helps with so many things, managing anxiety, depression. There are so many different forms of movement, whether that's like indoors or outdoors in a group by yourself. Uh, don't be so quick to write it off, if even if you hated it as a kid. There's so many things now. I've actually been thinking about doing my own virtual spin class. I can't call it spin. Sorry, I'm not an instructor. Cycling class. I have um, two spin bikes in my office. I have a disco light. Um, I try to make it fun, and I think that's really, really important. Um, I, and I really do enjoy it. Again, I didn't really have any like trauma around movement, so it's easier for me. Easier said than done. Also, I'm sure some of some of you are rolling your eyes like, "Come on, I hate it." I totally get that. Um, but Mimi's class is really, really awesome. Um, I went with my sister-in-law who took me and I was like, hey, Mimi, I know you. She's my my sister. I yelled, it's a really good friend. We went to seminary together and it was a really good class. Like when she told me that she started, she hadn't, she's a teacher. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like you're a really good teacher. But then when I interviewed her on the podcast, I realized that like that wasn't really what she thought was her passion. So she's a great instructor and it's a great class. If you like high intensity interval training, like a HIIT class, which, which the one that I usually take is one minute cardio, one minute weights. And this class is to the beat of the music and there's four quadrants. Um, it's just like a totally different vibe. And there's no, if you're sensitive to non-Jewish music, there's no real like words to the music. Basically, it's just like the beat. And what I really liked about Mimi and her message and the Strong Nation message is that it's about feeling strong, whether that's physically or emotionally. And it wasn't, there was no emphasis on like manipulating your body, which is like super important to me. So I think that Mimi does a really good job of that and the Strong Nation class does a good job of that. So you could reach out to Mimi to if you live in the five towns or even in Queens, Brooklyn, whatever, if you want to come in for a class, she gives it twice a week in Cedarhurst. It's a great, great, great class. A lot of times she has promos that you could come for the first class for free or bring a friend in half off. So definitely reach out to her. I'll include how to contact her in the show notes. And I really appreciate you listening. And I'm going to just say this another time. If you could please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. That is really how other people are able to find the podcast. Share it with somebody who you think would like it. And I'm always open to suggestions for guests. I was actually telling uh, Mimi that we should do some sort of a, like almost like a teaser, like show you like 15 minutes of the class. We haven't figured out how to do that. But if you are interested in like some virtual classes, um, that would be like really great. If you could give us some feedback, you could email me at gilaglassberg18 at gmail.com if you wanted to let me know. And you could also just send me a message through my website, gilaglassberg.com. And um, as always, you could reach out to me at either of those places if you want to work with me one-on-one to work on your relationship with food through the intuitive eating principles and the practices of self-care, which I think are so important. You could also reach out if you would want to work with me in a group setting with five women or more. I'll get that group up pretty soon. And that's when we meet every single week on Zoom. Those those sessions are recorded. You have unlimited access to it. You'll get a workbook for yourself as well and that you have unlimited access to. And there's been some really positive changes in my last group that ran for 12 weeks. And I think it's amazing. And I think the camaraderie and the support and the strength of the group is really, really important when it comes to this. You could also go to my website, www.kilaglassberg.com slash shop and purchase some of my classes that I've given live, whether it was to teenagers on the importance of intuitive eating, self-care, or to preschool teachers, how to feed the children, the feeding dynamic, division of responsibility, and responsive feeding. So check that out if you're interested, and have a great day. Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. 
I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I have come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Get Into It with Gila. I'm Gila Glassberg, your host, registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. And today I have with me Mimi Yaffe. Hi, Mimi. Hi. How are you? I'm so glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you. Uh, okay, so tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Where do you live and what do you do? Okay, so I live currently in Cedarhurst, New York, and we moved back from Israel this past August. I am a teacher in uh, Base Yaakov in Queens. Mm-hmm. I am a fitness instructor in the neighborhood, give private classes. Um, and that's, I guess, what we'll talk about a little bit tonight. Yeah. Um, I also Baruch Hashem and Mamiya for delicious little kitties. And trying to think what else. It's that's a lot nice. of things. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, okay. So I I actually know you as my little sister's friend, but <laughs> we re- we reconnected recently because you're giving this fitness class. So um yeah tonight I think we're gonna like pull that apart a little bit like how you came to do fitness and everything like that but like I guess let's go first like the teacher route like why Mm -hmm. did you why did you become a teacher and like let's say like did you ever think that you were going to be a teacher did you think that you were you always into fitness like how did that come to be sure so it's funny because you know like you mentioned your little sister and when I was back in seminary I think the last thing in the world I thought that's how I know Gila's sister seminary um I think the last thing I thought I would ever be would be a teacher and here I am now teaching in a high school and teaching fitness classes to women so it's like yeah it's so you so didn't cool. you didn't see yourself doing that no totally not um my bachelor's in, is in biology oh wow I have a master's in educational leadership oh, cool. uh, so I was going for physical therapy actually oh wow yeah, I was going for physical therapy. And right before I moved to Israel, I graduated with my bachelor's in biology. We I applied to PT schools. There was like a brief little few months that we thought we would move to Phoenix. So I even applied to schools in Phoenix. And one after the next, I literally just got, kept getting rejected. From mm-hmm. And obviously that's not a good feeling. Right. And my husband like applied to this program in Israel. So almost six years ago, my husband applied to this program in Israel and he's like, you know, like we never know like what's going to be. And in my head, I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm going to physical therapy school. Like it's going to happen. Right. Um, and, but slowly, slowly, like I kept getting no's and we said, okay, fine. You know, like, like uh, let's actually go to this program in Israel. So we committed to go. And then I guess he got accepted to this. Got program accepted. In Israel. Yeah. 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 And then two weeks after we signed that we were going to this program, I got an acceptance to a school oh, yeah. out on the island. Wow. And in my head, like we, we already committed to go to Israel. And that obviously we knew like, hey, that's where we're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. Like a little hug from Hashem. Like you worked really hard for this and you did get in somewhere. Wow. And it was like that validation that I was really seeking at that time. To, like I worked right. so hard and like, no, you know what? I did get in somewhere. But Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hashem, like God had a totally different plan. And the sec, like two weeks or three weeks after we landed in Israel, I got a WhatsApp that they were looking for an aim by it in a seminary in the neighborhood. And that's really where my teaching career started. Wow. So I just like jumped right off the boat in Israel and jumped right into a seminary. And I wasn't a teacher right away, but like an aim by it, you know, like making connections and then next year, they asked me to to, to be some sort of like mechanefe, which is like a mentor style teacher in, in, that's, in that specific seminary. And then I was there for five years 
And oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, why? Okay, wow. So, yeah, you were obviously meant to do meant to go to Israel. It's funny how, like, Hashem takes you in different directions. We have that similarly, like, in living in Woodmere. Like, we when we got married, we were going to move to Baltimore. And, um, like, that was just, like, set, I was set to move to Baltimore. And then um, I realized that, like, since I was already in Queens College, like, it just made more sense to live in New York until I finished school. And then, like, we kept, like, you know, like, looking into different um like places to move out of town when we were like ready to buy a house and like really nothing was working out except for Woodmere and I was like wow that's so funny but like obviously we're so happy here we're Hashem but like you just like never know like where life is meant to take you so true why did you why did you see yourself becoming a physical therapist like what qualities did you feel or like what was drawing you to that field well I love I love biology I thought it always was like fascinating like the body itself and the science behind like how our muscles work, how our, even how our brain works, just like, it's, it's literally, it's really fascinating. Um, and I wanted a job that could, you know, be practical for, um, like as a mother mm -hmm. and be able to still like, kind of like make my own hours eventually, even though right away, I don't know if that works with, with being a PT, but I knew that I didn't want to work in a hospital necessarily um ideally I think like I went through that stage in high school where I like wanted to be a surgeon I was gonna um, say did you ever want to be a doctor yeah yeah I did I went through that yeah. stage but I was like okay but and for all those women that go ahead and do it call it kavod like right at the end of the day it just wasn't the path I was meant to go down but and I have so much respect for those women that push through those years and years and years of school and still are you know incredible mothers and and all that but um for me, it was more realistic to kind of go the PT route because I thought like just movement of the body and how the muscles work. And I observed like different PTs in the, in the neighborhood, in the five towns, the different types, whether it was geriatrics, pediatrics, little babies, like going to with PTs on their like um, preemie calls, like to the house calls. And like, I even, I saw that and I was like, hey, wow. this is something that I think I really want to do. And I connected with it. Um, I even worked in PT office for a year or two. Um, but then like this, I didn't get in again, that story of like not getting in and then Hashem put us on this route. But again, like now we're six years later, almost six years later from, you know, that point of my life, I look back and I'm like, Hey, like all that prep, all that college, all that science, it's not for loss. Cause like, mm -hmm. look at like look six years later how I can really take all that that I learned like with those PTs that I followed around and I interned by I'm like learned a lot about muscles learned a lot about bones learned a lot about joints and all that mm -hmm. I didn't learn so much I didn't go to mm -hmm. PT school but right. today like now and as a fitness instructor you know yeah really to like not full come full circle but it's like right. well to see like years later Right. It's interesting. I don't know why this came to mind, but I don't know if you if you follow or listen to like Lori Gottlieb, who wrote the book, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, who I like talk. I like I like, really like that book. But she, um, if I remember correctly, she used to do she used to like work in television, but she wanted to be a doctor. And she was like she was like spending a lot of time in the emergency room um, to really try to understand like I think media, like maybe like she was, she was like working behind the scenes for the show, um, Grey's Anatomy or something like that, like a, like a, like a medical show. And then she didn't know what she wanted to do. I mean, anyway, she ended up becoming a psych psychologist because she wanted, like, she really wanted, she was thinking psychiatry, but then she really wanted that, like a lot of time with the, with the patient. Anyways, it's interesting. Cause like your feet, like what you learn in school whether it's in college or just like in life could still be something that you end up doing like personally or professionally. It doesn't really, you know, like it doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go. Yeah. That's so true. Never thought of it that way. Yeah. I actually just found out a, a, a really, she, I don't really talk to her anymore, but we were really good friends when we were in Queens college and she was going for nursing and we just like randomly reconnected. And she's like, yeah, now I actually have my own pottery company. I'm like, that is so bizarre because like you were like, she used to help me like with organic chemistry. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's just like funny. Like, she's like, yeah, this is just like, I never, like, I never really liked it. And like, I'm really good at art. And I'm like, that's not normal. Like, 
you know, like you just never know where life's going to yeah. take you. Yeah. Okay. So, so you started teaching. So were you happy in Israel? Like, were you happy with the move? So happy for the five years that we were there. Um, uh, our program was five years. So we technically knew like when the five years is up, mm -hmm. like, technically we had to be going somewhere. It wasn't like. Is Rabbi Kalamar? Kalaman. Kalaman. Okay. Yeah. I know some people that did it. Yeah. So it wasn't like um, Nerla Aleph or the JK, the Jerusalem Kola, where like sometimes from there you have to go to like Alabama or mm -hmm. you know, like somewhere right. a little more random and like right. do Kirov. Um, it was more like taking a leadership position somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it was for like what my husband would be doing. So he took a job here in Cedarhurst. Um, and that's what made sense. If we would have found something in Israel that would have fit our family's, you know, needs and like we would have been able to really support ourselves there. Um, would we have stayed? Very possibly. But it's really the, the cola really was it was a program it wasn't just a cola like people think like oh you were in cola for five years it's like no like they they paid us a salary like my mm -hmm. husband was getting like a cola stipend like he was getting mm -hmm. a salary for showing up on time and you know like it was a full day program mm -hmm. also there was like lots of different aspects for the for the program um so we were really living hello everybody i am so excited to tell you that the Get Into It with Gila podcast is sponsored by okclarity.com. Okclarity.com is the place for any Jew, no matter how firm or religious you are, to find a top-notch therapist, psychiatrist, coach, or dietitian, and it's completely free for you to use. Okclarity.com's professionals are vetted and have extensive experience working with the Jewish community. Yes, you can even find me there. If you're in the market for a therapist, coach, dietitian, psychiatrist, or the like, you want to check them out. If you don't find what you're looking for, they have a service where you complete a short form and they will personally match you, which I think is so, so cool. Important side note, if you are a wellness professional, I highly recommend joining their directory. Their team is amazing and I've received referrals immediately. They also really offer a ton of support. OK Clarity also has an amazing WhatsApp status with over 7,000 obsessed followers. And yes, I am one of them. Their WhatsApp is a free way to improve your mental health and they post really great humor. So you'll laugh too, which is really, really important for our mental health, right? If you have WhatsApp, shoot them a message at 917-426-1495. Again, that's 917-426-1495. Have a great day. Being there on, on that. Um, and once that program stopped, it's like, okay, so like now what? Right. <laughs> figure it um, out. Figure it out. And it was like the jobs that we did have there in the seminary and yeshiva world were amazing amazing experience but like it wasn't enough for us to be able to support ourselves there and I, ha I did have happens to be I had a whole photography business there as well and if we would have stayed I would have had to hustle and hustle right. And right. like so so much that I think it for my own mental health or just for my own just mommy just to be a mommy like I knew that like okay we really it's probably best to move back Right. And also your family is here and, and your husband. Exactly. Right. right. And it's a nice community. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, like the move was hard and not to say that it's, you know, never like it was hard to move here, to move here, to move back here. We both grew up here. Um, and, you know, there are definitely going to be challenges along the way. Like we know our son who's in first grade, he's adjusting, he's still adjusting and he continues. Right. It's like, it's my first year in this school, you know, right. like, randomly we'll say that like every, yeah. every few weeks and we're like, well, you're right. Like it's your first yeah. school. Right. But he's like, I don't know X, Y, and Z. And I'm right. like, like, you're so right. with the fact that you literally just came from Israel. Right. So we know like it's going to take time and we're okay with that. Right. For sure. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you here. Um, okay. So, so you became a teacher in Israel basically. And did you realize that it was like, kind of like your calling? Slowly, like yeah. over five years, I was like, I actually love this and I love my students. I love getting to know them. And you know, that I don't know the exact, like how the Chazal actually goes, how the saying goes of and where exactly it is but from who you learn the most as a teacher is like 
you learn the most from your your students. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. No, I don't know the Chazal, but I do know that that I know that that's like you learn the most from your students. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so true. Like, and student becomes a teacher. Yeah. No, I said like, the student becomes a teacher, but that's not the same thing. But like, it's it's so true. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about just people and like what hearing their stories like every every individual has a story each each of us every single person in this world has a story and a journey that they go on and I was so lucky and Zoha to like hear so many of my students journeys like how they got to the seminary that they were in and how they what they've been through in their lives at just 18 years old you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mind-blowing to like see that they're like some of them are like alive and breathing and functioning and they right. want to grow. It's amazing. Right. They want to connect to themselves, right. to Hashem, to God more, to 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 their teachers. And it's it's really inspiring. And that like from those five years, I was like, okay, hey, moving back here, I'm like, sent my resume to every single high school. And only one responded, like, like was like, yeah, we actually have an opening for teach 11th grade Perke Avos. And it was so cool because I was teaching Perke Avos in seminary. Wow. So, yeah. That was also some major Siata Deshmaya. Yeah. Um, Baruch Hashem. So yeah, slowly over those five years, I learned to just love this and so happy. I have a teaching job in the classroom in the high school here also. Yeah. I was going to say that like, um, it sounds like it's not just like the teaching that like that you're drawn to. It's like the mentorship. Like that's probably like what you're able to do as a high school teacher also that you're like guiding them. Yeah. So that's also, that's also one of my main jobs in the school. Like I teach 11th grade Perkeavos, but also um, I teach, I am a student coach there, which that's awesome. it's, it's a funny name. we kind of like principal kind of like made it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We kind of made it up together. I don't know. We didn't know what to call me because I'm not a therapist. I'm not a right. professional. I'm a psychologist, like a psychologist, right. therapist, uh, social worker, or anything like that. They have an amazing one on staff, but it's kind of like that in between of like like a mentor, like mentor. a listening ear, exactly, an exercise yes. listening ears and Baruch Hashem. Like again, I'm I learned so much from my students when they come knock on my door. It's like they're amazing each of each of them and it's inspiring every single day I go to work like that's so nice that's really really nice yeah I think that first of all it's um high school kids really need that high school girls really need that and um they are I know teenagers are really really smart and they have a lot to share and and I do also like I think this all the time about my clients like like I'm trying I'm here to like try to teach them and guide them but really like I'm learning from them you know like we're all kind of like on this journey together so Exactly. It's like a journey together. Yeah. But the reason why I asked you if you found your calling is because the other night when I was at your class and you, I think you said something like, yeah, I'm actually a teacher. I was thinking, oh, that's why she's so good at teaching this class because she's a natural teacher. But I didn't realize that you had like, I thought you were just going to say, yeah, I always wanted to be a teacher. Like, it was just like, you know, I don't know. Like my mom was a teacher or like I went to seminary and I'm a teacher, you know, like a lot of people. <laughs> so my mom actually is a teacher, but I really didn't think that like teaching was my thing. And I always tell my students, I'm like, when I was sitting in your shoes, like in your desk, like I would have laughed at you and you would have said 10 to 15 years, you're going to be standing in front of the room. I would have been like, you're really cute. Like that's not happening. Like right. never, ever, ever am I going to be standing in front of the room. Um, <laughs> So it's 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 funny to sometimes be standing in front of the room and I'm like who am I sitting yeah totally talking to them I know the feeling I really do not that I'm a teacher but like just like sometimes when I give like classes I'm like what's it who's whose name do they just call you know like yeah what's going on here um but yeah but wait what did you say your you said you got a master's in but you got you got your bachelor's in biology but what did you say the emphasis was in well I was gonna go for PT but, but did you say you also had like leadership, like something in leadership? I have a master's. So I oh, have masters. my master's in biology and then I have a master's in educational leadership from Bellevue University um, through YIEP, like the mm-hmm. Learners Program. I did that last year in Israel. I did it online. Oh, okay. okay. It was honestly like a very, it was an awesome program. Like I learned a lot 
about the different cultures and different organizations and like what to look for in leadership qualities. It was like really, really, really cool. I That's actually really did a lot of the classes in the master program and it wasn't just like annoying work to do. Like I actually learned um, and I'm like applying it now, like in, in the school that I work in. As a teacher um, and a mentor, you're saying like, that's what it's, that's what it's helping you with. Yeah. Being part of being part of being part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. Right? And also it was so cool to take this, to take the master's program and each of us there, I happened to say it was just me and one other woman. The rest of the cohort was were, were men, but sometimes we had to write about leader, not just in it's called educational leadership. But like, if you think about it, like we're all really leaders in our, mm-hmm. in our own lives, whether we're right. teachers or, or not. Right. Know? For sure. Everyone has times in their life where they're going to have to be a leader. hundred percent. Even as children. Yeah. Right. You know, right. As a mother, like even as a mother, just like leading your home. Yeah. Yeah. Or in sometimes in the street. Like, right. Right. Sometimes you're going to, like sometimes we're going to have to be that one that's going to get up and do the awkward thing and, you know, take charge of the situation, even if it's uncomfortable. For sure. Like, so totally. that was very, it was really, it was a great learning experience, that master's program. That's that's amazing. Um, okay, so let's talk about um, your other job, which is teaching a uh, fitness instructor. So how did that come to be? So I really owe that all to, well, my husband is a huge fitness person mm-hmm. um, since he was 18 years old. Um, he has been exercising since he was 18 and I never understood that part of him like it was like mm-hmm. okay some people need to do that but like that's not for me right like uh-huh. you didn't grow up like exercising it wasn't like it wasn't no. like your hobby no okay interesting no not at all and then when we got married I was like okay he's really into his exercise and his type of exercise is all different types of exercise that's what one of the most amazing things about fitness and about exercise there's all different types of movement right you can do something on the bike. You could do something cardio and just move, move your body fast or slow or whatever it is. And then there's also like weightlifting and getting involved with those type of things. And they're all really, they're all the different types. There's so many different options. So he happens to be like in the weight area. Like he is fascinated by lifting weights. That's something that doesn't speak to me still, maybe one day, but, mm-hmm. um, but I, I never understood like what he would, he would talk about, like what exercise does for him, you know, like what it gives him emotionally and the drive and all that. And I never understood it, but I was supportive of it because he enjoyed it. Um, and in Israel, um, I think it was like, we're coming up to probably close to two and a half years ago. My friend convinced me to come to strong nation class which is the class that I give I'm a strong nation instructor and she's like hey you're gonna come I'm like okay sure like it's not my thing exercising but I'll try it so you never exercised before that I think like one day I one time like I did with another friend we did like this 21 day challenge one time and okay it was good but like fine and then another time with a different friend in Israel we did like this bbg program and we're like okay it was good but it also fell apart like it was like programs like i joined and like it was all in the last five last four or five years and it was never something consistent it always like Mm -hmm. fizzled out like Mm -hmm. i didn't end up loving it so it wasn't didn't end up being consistent it didn't speak to me at the end of the day it wasn't like i know you always speak about joyful movement find something that speaks to you and that you enjoy doing and like it's not a punishment exercising and it's a punishment you're not punishing yourself by moving find something right. that will make you happy and that you enjoy. So those two things I didn't enjoy. It wasn't, didn't look forward to it. And then, so then my friend took me to this class at the workout zone in, in Maladafna by Liba, Liba Chaimowitz's gym. And I fell in love with it. Like it took a few classes to come to, meaning like at first I was like, well, this is really intimidating mm-hmm. like, people in the room. And some of them are really good at what they're doing and I'm not. And mm-hmm. my friend was like, no, just keep coming back. I'm telling you, just keep coming back. You're going to learn some of the movements. It's complicated at first, but I'm telling you, just keep coming back. And the music was awesome from the get-go. Like I right. 
the music, but I was really intimidated by some of the level of other people in the class. And the trainer was so personable and she like knew my name right away. And she like would come up to me in the middle of the class and be like, how are you doing? And after the class as well. And I just like fell in love with her vibe. Her name's Yal Katz. Um, and I just started going consistently. And I over, it was over the course of like a year. And then I thought like, why not just, become an instructor mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did it <laughs> that's so funny um because I why did you think why don't I why did what led you to think why don't I become an instructor was it like a financial thing or was it just like a like like what was like at the core of that reason it's a good question because I I I must like I love to spin I have two spin bikes in my office I you know I already showed you my disco ball and um like I've thought about it so many times especially like as a dietitian like I could get like continuing education credits to you know do that but I'm like "Mm, whatever you know also like I'm like I I tend to do that like try to do 100 things so I'm like okay stick to nutrition you know right right right. so what like led me Like there's a leap from going to like, I'm taking this class to like, now I'm teaching this class, you know? Right. So what led me to do it? Well, I had a friend that was doing the class with me also. And she, a different friend who wasn't the one who took me there, but, and she was training to become a certified personal trainer. And we would like randomly talk about strong because we both loved it. And I think we both found out that like, it's not so hard to become an instructor. Mm -hmm. And so I think we both were like, let's just do it. Like, why not? And, and I think it could have been, I don't know. I don't remember a hundred percent, but also one of the trainers who teaches it was going on maternity leave. And I think even um, one of the trainers from the gym, like asked me, like, would you feel comfortable? You're ready. Oh, no, all the moves. I'm like, I'm not an instructor though. Like, I don't know. I'm not like certified and whatnot. So I don't know if I feel comfortable teaching any classes. And so I think it was something along those lines also that pushed me. Um, Can't remember the exact, like, I don't want to like, the timing might be off of like when she told me they were going on maternity leave, but that's okay. Don't worry. I'm not going to like check that for the accuracy (laughs) of the date. But at the end of the day, it was like, why not? Like, mm-hmm. why not? And it really wasn't that hard. Like, there were women on the training session. It was on Zoom. Also, it was mm-hmm. on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Like, it was nine hours on Zoom. And most of the time on the Zoom was exercising. We wow. literally did, you know, the class. Like, yeah. we literally were exercising for, like, six of those hours. Wow. It oh, was my gosh. Really- but, and we knew all the songs because we were consistent goers, but there mm-hmm. were on the Zoom that like when, when the trainer said like, when the, when the master trainer, the, the person giving the course was like, so how many of you go to strong classes? And like, we raise our hands like us, right? <laughs> and then like maybe two or three women in the course were like, never went to one. I'm like, so how on earth are you doing this right now? Like it's, um, but um they did it and we all did it and we all passed and you know he it wasn't like a crazy hard test to pass but like he the, the instructor was like making sure that we had good form and making sure we were doing everything right um it was a hard nine hours but we did it from like night I don't even remember the hours but we were so proud of ourselves that we did it and um then after that, like I took over some of her maternity classes in a gym in Romema and a gym in Malodafna. And I even gave my own class there for a little bit at night. Wasn't her class. Like she made another one, another one, Liba made another class for women that wanted to come at a certain time. Um, the, yeah, it was, I owe a lot to that, to that gym in Romada school, the workout zone. Like I felt yeah. like it helped me reach my reach my goals and I really felt like they believed in me Mm. of course you can do this like look at you you've been so consistent you've been working so hard like why wouldn't you go ahead and do something like this and I felt like I felt that confidence from them and that definitely fed into me of like well I can do this like right it's like that with everything in life it's not just a fitness thing of like consistent hard work Mm -hmm. like leads to us attaining our goals and right um 
And that was something, something that- about fitness, though. Like, I don't know why, like for me and probably for you also, because you're like into it. It's like, like, let's say like I have a goal outside of fitness, right? Like something to do with my business or like my parenting or my marriage or something. And there's something about like fitness that like, like when I think about it and I like feel strong in my body, I feel like I'm almost like, it's like I'm working through the goal through my fitness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like, yeah, it's a fitness goal, but it's also like, there's something about that's very centering about fitness, but not for everybody. I know not everybody has that. Like, I know some clients tell me like, no, no, I just, I just don't have that. And I get that. And I think also a lot of people are like abused with exercise, but um, like forced to exercise, you know, or force themselves to exercise or like just did it and like, didn't eat enough and like, just felt really weak and felt sick and did it anyways, you know, and of course they hate it, you know? Yeah, for sure um but what do you think about the class like like what did you fall in love with in terms of the class like what's different about strong as opposed to other ways of exercising so strong nation the class is actually the first ever hit style hit is high intensity interval training that's tempo based so we're training to the tempo we're training to the beat So whether we're jumping jacks or planking and like putting our legs out and tapping out or in a bear crawl or um, lunging, squatting, like all those, you know, there are nine base moves that we focus on in every single class and everything is to the beat. Now, in the beginning, it's hard to get it to the beat, right? Someone continues to come and is more consistent they get more like they fit their moves more to the beat right. and that actually becomes like really really fun right you know? I think it's very fun yeah totally you know like in the beginning it's confusing it's like wait wait, wait right like, just got the move and she's already right. on this thing right and then but the beauty of also this class is the music is so awesome right and clean right I was gonna say I really like that it's clean music that's very very hard to find that's actually good music clean music that's actually good yeah and 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 they they design the music specifically for the workout so it's not like they're pulling stuff off of spotify and like getting it from different djs or whatever it is they are the djs whoever the strong nation djs are or whatever they're customizing the music specifically for the workout meaning like the dj's sitting with the workout in front of him and like okay she just lunged so like what's a cool beat i can put to that lunge mm-hmm like reverse engineered like -hmm. like the trainers are like listening to a song and like "Mm, okay now lunge during that beat right right. the whole cycle is reverse engineered which makes the the music makes us like work harder like our like move more and it's really cool to be and when everyone's in sync yeah and like in the mirror and you're all watching like you're all together and like we're all sync like jacking in the air and like you know, it's, it's an energy, yes, yeah, energy. energy that comes along with that, and the vibe could be like really powerful and awesome and strong, and like right. you know, and it's a it's a unit that we create. It's a community. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something something that definitely also learned from my trainer, like from Yal in in the workout zone, like when she was there. Um, it was like a whole thing. We we're all working together. And it yeah. was something that's so special about group fitness in general. That like one of the things I say in, in my class, like in the beginning, sometimes, like if there's someone new that comes to the class, say like sometimes we feel like everyone's watching us, right? Like everyone's gonna watch me mess up this move, right? But in reality, it is like not the majority of time, like no one's really watching you, right? right? right no totally. one's really watching you to mess up, right? Mm-hmm. But, it's, but it's that like pressure that we feel that like the move needs to be perfect or like, and I know like sometimes I'll even mess up a move and I'm like, I'm sorry. And I remember even one time you were like, we didn't even notice. Right, <laughs> right. It's wrong, true. Right? We and, wouldn't notice because we don't even know, the, you know, like we don't know the moves, like you know the moves. So it's like funny okay. how we get like so in our head about stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I know just it's important for people to listen to this who are like so afraid to go to a gym. I talk about this with clients all the time, like looking in the mirror, not looking in the mirror, looking at other people, comparing themselves. Like I've said this to clients before that like 
there's the gym that I go to, like you could either stand like in front of the mirror or there's even like a spot that you could stand that you can't see yourself in the mirror. So I tell them like, depending on my mood, like sometimes I want to see myself and sometimes I don't, but it's okay. Like you just have to, you just have to like zone into to like your, whatever works for you, whatever makes you feel like strong in your body or in touch with your body or grounded in your body or fun or whatever, like the energy that you're trying to get. But yeah, like in a group, like I just went to a kickboxing class on Sunday and it was, um, and they had like this charity day. And mm-hmm. so there was much more people in the class and there was like, there's just like, it's just like, I told you this after some of the classes, I feel like I could like take over the world, yeah. you know, like on a Saturday night after Shabbos and it's like, you just want to like faint on the couch and you like get out of the house and go to class. And you're just like, now I could just like take over the whole world, you know, like that energy in your body. It's true. Like people think like, oh, if I move my body more, I'm going to be tired more. Right. It's like, it's not, it doesn't always work that way, you know? Yeah, like, totally. And leave a class feeling so energized and so much more like I can go finish cleaning my house right now. Like, yeah. I feel ready. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. I do. I'm just thinking this, like I do like, I think that my, like my fitness journey has also gotten much more enjoyable because like, let's say like your class is sometimes really, really hard. And like, if I can't do it, I just don't do it. Like, I just, like, I just take a break. Like I take a drink or I take a minute. And it's like, I think that that's also helps people make their fitness more enjoyable. Like it's okay if you can't keep up with the class or you have to go slower, even like take a five minute break, you know, people don't want to do that. They don't want to like seem weird, but it's like, you just got to do what works for you, you know? Yeah. And I really try to say that in the class of like, you know, like keep moving, whatever you're doing, like, don't just like stop your movement because your heart rate probably is really high and it's just not safe to just like stop the movement. So like, just take it down a notch, walk around, breathe through it, you know, like Mm -hmm. you have to like be in tune with our bodies. That's so important. Like if your body feels like you can't continue, then don't continue. Mm -hmm. Take it down, walk around, take a breather, take a sip of water, walk, you know, and Mm -hmm. there's no shame in that. Like, right listen to your body that's for sure yeah so so what do you where do you see yourself um like where do you see strong nation or like your fitness classes going like now that you're here in america settled like what's what what's your plan or do you not have a plan (laughs) somewhat of a plan i guess um so like i said i back in the beginning probably of the podcast of this interview um when i was living in israel i built a photography business there Right. So I was going to ask you about that. Like, I guess you have like some entrepreneurial blood in you. I guess so. Um, But I'm not really going to talk about that. But just the business aspect of it is that it took a lot of time. Yes. When I when that was happening, it was probably the only last year that we were in Israel that I was getting real consistent calls on a base, like on a consistent basis. It's so hard to leave that you know, and like had a, I still have a beautiful website, but like, and I wasn't on social media because most of my clients wouldn't even allow me to do that. Meaning wow. pictures, right. I, right. I wouldn't, you know, do that type of like, if you do, if you're in my photo shoots, like you have to let me post my photo. I didn't want right. to do that. But, right. Um, Like I realized like, whoa, like I built a whole entire business here and it took five years mm-hmm. to, for, for everything to really become solid and consistent. Um, and so I have that mind, like I have that to look at and say, like, if I want to do something like that here with, let's say my, with these fitness classes, I have to know that like these things really do take time and mm-hmm. I'm going to have to promote it, you know, in the right ways and in the right places and with the right people, um, and, you know, offer promotions when I, when I can and offer free classes, you know, and get people yeah. to into the door and like just to try it and be consistent and mm-hmm. you know thank god like I think I've been doing this I think three months at this point I don't even know I probably should like look back at at my um texts I don't know like when they sent out that first text or whatever of like to start the classes um and slowly slowly like I'm I bar Hashem like I've been getting some good feedback I can't say mm-hmm. I- 50 people giving me amazing feedback, you know, but, you know, everybody who takes the class, at least what I hear is like loving the class and is excited about the class, especially like people who are into fitness. Like it's one of those, you know. Yeah. And even people who aren't necessarily like I've, I've there are women who consistently come, let's say Shabbos. Right. 
Like, you know, this is like, this is my fun time. This is my, yeah. this is my self yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, go yeah. you. Um, yeah. So as long as I know that if I'm consistent and I'll continue to, to promote my classes with the help of Strong Nation, meaning like Strong Nation themselves is incredible with their helping their instructors mm-hmm. themselves. And they're constantly like, I'm, I'm in the middle, like on my computer, like behind our, our Zoom is a video of like just how to cue better in classes. They sent it out for everyone to watch for free of like oh, nice. of their annual summit where they all the strong nations come together all the instructors come together in florida i can't go to because it's over mm-hmm. shots and mm-hmm. but um but like they just sent it out for free to all the people at home who want to see it like i'm so excited to watch it like how can i, right. how can I make my class better right like right. how can i cue better how can i motivate my student in the, my students in the class better um so as long as i'm consistent with improving my classes and learn teaching you guys and women, the women in the class like new moves and new songs and everything and then like you know I think I could become I think there's a level of confidence there that like things take time mm-hmm. it will take a, hard, a lot of hard work on my part um but I want I, I hope and I hope people can also see the the beauty and like in what this class has to offer to them and, like mm-hmm. what what it can really really give them um but it's 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 slow and and that's okay you know slow and steady slow and steady for sure yeah and that's I have to remind myself that with like business stuff like slow and steady it takes time to build a business yeah it really really does and like I'm like I'm a Shark Tank fan mm-hmm, totally so sure. like hearing sometimes their you know entrepreneurial advice entrepreneurial you got it you got it entrepreneurial advice it's um it's they're all like these things take years Mm -hmm. not even like i'm trying to build a massive business right like i'm just trying to get people to come to a class right like but even the small things like that take times and it's Mm -hmm. coming from just like a passionate point right i see like what it has done for me and like my own emotional mental health like just getting out of the house and moving fast or slow or whatever it is and giving my giving me my space like mm-hmm. you know like going out there and you know getting my heart rate up and moving like I don't know where I'd be without it now like totally you know yeah fitness is my life you know <laughs> Actually, I'm referencing this on no I'm, I know I'm, <laughs> I'm referencing this on <laughs> um wait so do you see yourself starting your your own like studio or something I know you you work in your is it okay to say that you work in your mother-in-law yeah your mother-in-law has like an awesome yoga studio which is like that was pretty clutch that you had that (laughs) at your fingertips yes like she is so amazing everyone who's listening Devorah's yoga she's an out of this world um yoga instructor um I'm happy to put if she has like a website or something in the show notes she doesn't have a website but definitely remember contact information for yes, sure for sure it's more opposite of what my class is like very slow paced it's mm-hmm. like breath work and in tune with yourself and like you're stretching body slower paced body movement which honestly is so so important to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of core work in that in her classes um she is so underratedly strong <laughs> um in her in 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 her with her yoga classes um so so I'm so lucky to have a spot to do the classes um I can fit a max of I think eight or nine women in in a class but that's the max because Mm -hmm. otherwise you know right for sure can I make my own there's nothing on the horizon like that like to go find a space right now um if I see that over the next year two years that my classes are booked and like I guess maybe I'll look into getting a bigger space um right you'll see where it takes you more classes exactly like yeah. get more classes and have like I know that there are gyms that do that they have like a 715 slot and an 815 slot yeah yeah um, and if if I'd have if I'd have to do that I'd, I'd be happy to do that but that's that's not anywhere like right close like right now but um 
you know, taking every every week as it comes. Yeah, totally. So yeah. let's um let's just wrap up. But like, what is it? What is it that you want to leave the listeners with in terms of like whatever you what your goals are with fitness or what your goals are with your class or just in general? Sure. So I think like just to end off with something that you always share and it's made a big impact on me like just like from you bringing your energy to the class and like just sharing what it means like to to move joyfully and to have the movement that makes you happy and I I just like saw a meme um the other day about exercise and fitness like exercise doesn't have to be a like a punishment it's like oh I have to do exercise Mm -hmm. like this is like no it's like no I get to do it like Mm -hmm. it's a privilege it's an opportunity it's a bracha it's a blessing that I can move my body like it's actually a blessing um and if we have that like mindset shift of like hey like this is a gift that I could give myself you know totally emotionally physically and just feel good after you know um could be strong nation is is a class that someone might listening might might enjoy it it might speak to them but it's something that you need to try and like actually all you need to do is try right like for just sure um, come come and join us see if you like it no offense like none none no offense taken if someone doesn't enjoy the class that's okay too it's not mm-hmm. really that one. someone might want more of like a dance and salsa type of class yeah and someone might want just a weightlifting class and that's fine too right but, um, so everyone has to find like movement that you know fits their needs and what they're what will make them happy and you know feel good after and um for me that's strong nation and like I've seen other women like really 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 over my time in Israel teaching it and also maybe a little bit here some of the feedback that I've gotten that like well like I haven't found a workout like this and I'm so happy that like that I found it you know yeah it's definitely a different style and it's really really fun and intense and modifiable so (laughs) yes yes oh my gosh yeah all levels can do this like I've had women over 60 doing the class and there are teenagers that have come to the class so totally it's really modifiable or intense Mm -hmm. or Or really intense yeah like high yeah and it's it honestly like I said this in in one of I hope my computer doesn't die, um like I literally said this in one of the class like I think it was Matzah Shabbos's class, and when we were doing like one of these moves like I jumped forward or something like jumping it jumping into a jump squat like forward mm-hmm. into a, a squat, and I was like this move is entirely what you make of it, right like that's what that's what fitness is it's what yeah. you, you choose totally. to make of it. like you wanna feel intense after this class you wanna feel like you just gave it your all you have to put in that effort and like it's what you make of it for sure for sure okay thanks so much for coming on this is great sure sure thanks for having me sure have a good night thank you all so much for being here on my podcast get into it with gila if you'd like to learn more about what i do and what intuitive eating is please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on instagram at gila glassberg thank you so much have a great day